Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tuesday's episode of Hustlers Healthy Hacks, where we give you a bite-sized insight into the healthy habits that have helped us hustle our way to good health. Now, I hate to spoil the party, but health is so much more than the food you put in your body or how hard you work out at the gym. Health is about empowering relationships, a fruitful career, spirituality, nutrition, mental well-being, and movement. That's why each week we will bring you a thought-provoking and insightful look into the healthy habits that will help you conquer your health and well-being goals. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Neon, the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers, and celebrities to connect with brands. Before we get started with today's Hustlers Healthy Hacks episode, we want you all to know that the topics, opinions, and views we discuss in this episode are from our own personal experiences and shared with you for entertainment purposes only. If you are wanting medical advice about your health, lifestyle choices, or mental well-being, please seek this from a qualified medical practitioner first. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hustlers Healthy Hacks. We must apologize for not being in your ears for the last two weeks, but it has been a little bit hectic. But Teagues, welcome back to the show, finally. Thanks, I've absolutely loved every moment of having Influenza A. Uh, it's been a really, really memorable moment in my life, but um, I'm glad to be back and dust off these microphones because we have a really hot topic today for you guys. We are so excited about this one. So to give you some context, we were actually just planning a catch up today because we haven't seen each other for about two weeks and we both needed to fill out Tegan and Mad's cup up and we were out on a walk and we were discussing this topic and we just got so into it that we thought we need to record this to share it We often have our breakthrough moments um, when we're just talking out for coffee on a walk, taking ourselves out of our home environment and just getting in the zone with one another and um, we're really excited to bring this topic to you today. So, Teagues, do you want to let the audience know what we will be chatting about today? So, there is a little bit of a quote that's been circulating around social media for the last few years and it, I think it's one that keeps popping up because it really does resonate with such a large audience and we've found the shortened version of the quote today for you. It is, you need to destroy the idea that there's an expectation to do things by a certain age. You don't have to be married with kids at 25. It's okay not to have your dream job at 30 or to not have graduated university by 22. There are no rules to this life. Life is neither a race nor a competition. So good, Matt. So, so good. And I remember seeing this and was like, you know when something just hits you in the face Mm, and you're like, mm, yes, mm. yes, so much yes to that. Like I had a best friend that – come to a point recently where she was like, I need to move overseas. I need to change my life. I need to quit my job and I just need to travel. And I think it was really hard for her because everyone else in our group or a lot of people in our group are having babies and buying houses and dogs and getting engaged. And I sent her the longer version of this quote that essentially had things like, you know, someone became president when they were 40 and Donald Trump became president when he was 60, however. And this person graduated at this age and this person graduated with the same flying colours at this age. 
And it, it just really, really cuts through because we are all so hard on ourselves at achieving our goals at certain ages. And it's really, it really is bollocks. Like 100%. And it's funny because another quote that's resonated with me lately is that women around the globe share the experience of feeling as though they have some kind of expiration date. Some kind of time limit set by society, culture, biology, and the media. This is something that's really resonated with me lately. I think especially approaching 30 Mm. and, you know, about to become a mum for the first time. I, for so many years, had this thing in my head that by the time I hit 30 and I was going to be a mum, my career was over. I really believed that almost. Mm. And I did see 30 and becoming a mum mm. as this timeline or this date of like, okay, it's all over after that. Mm. You know, I needed my career to be successful as possible and to be earning as much money as possible by that age so mm. that I felt like I had been successful yeah, because so when I come, become a mum, I can't do it again. 30 is definitely a major marker for many of us. I don't know if it's just because I'm in my late 20s now that I feel like that's probably the most prominent marker, the 30. Like it's like, all right, I've got to start figuring, having my shit figured out by 30. I'm trying to put myself in, you know, a 35-year-old shoes and wonder what the markers are for 40. And I'm sure they have their own set of goals. But I do feel like 30 is a big one. Mm -hmm. Generally, you kind of want to, you want to start having things figured out or having met your life partner or, and and it's just... It's not the case. And, you know, the biology thing you just mentioned, society, culture, biology, and the media are some of the main reasons we feel so much pressure. Biology is a big one for a woman, obviously. 100%, definitely. We do have a body clock. Mm-hmm. But we are starting to see women have babies at oh, yeah. 35 years Absolutely. old, at 40 years old, which is incredible. Um, yeah. Not encouraging that and not saying that's right or wrong. But if that's the way your life falls into place – then embrace it. Be proud of it. 100%. And I think, you know, if we look back to our grandparents and our parents, they did have children younger. Mm. You know, I'm sure most of us come from families where our mums were 22, 23, 24 having babies Mm. or like second or third babies. I know a lot of my mum's friends had children quite young and my mum actually had me at 31, which I was her first child. But I remember her always saying to me, like, I was regarded as so old for Mm. having kids. And so I think as a society, we've almost associated that age of 30 with, well, you have a house, you have a husband, you have children. And it's something that we haven't quite broken away from Mm. or shifted. Except we've added the pressure of having to be the businesswoman who can also be a breadwinner, who also puts in the same deposit as the man towards the house. Like we've added all this pressure to ourselves as women, but we haven't really taken, you know, a backseat with any of the other stuff. It's like, and, and that's, you know, that segues into my next point, which is we all have goals in multiple areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, we can't be of top of on top of every goal at once. Um, you know, we've got relationship goals, we've got business goals, we've got financial goals, we've got, you know, maybe baby biological goals. Um, and, you know, I know this is something we talked about this morning, Mads. What is an area that you currently feel that you're on top of and flourishing in? And what is an area that you may be taking a backseat in? Well, firstly, I love that we kind of did break that down and be like, it's okay to not be flourishing in every single mm. area of your life. Mm. Because, 
it gets really overwhelming if we're trying to juggle it all. So got a certain amount of energy to absolutely. give. Absolutely. So I think for me personally, you know, the business goals has been a really big thing the last 18 months. Mm. So that is definitely a key focus for me. Mm. Um, I feel like I am doing quite well in that area and I feel like I'm very – I guess set in where I want to be and then obviously, you know, getting to the end of my pregnancy and bub arriving soon, I've really had to make that a huge priority as Mm. well of just making sure that I'm constantly looking after myself, that I'm always filling up my cup, that I'm eating really nourishing meals Mm. for breakfast, lunch and dinner you know, and giving the baby everything it needs. If I need to sleep in one yep. day, that's totally okay because I'm growing a child. And so you're I'm, nailing the baby stuff. I think I'm well, and I'm the business. Trying. No, no, you are because that's the first thing that comes to mind totally. for you. So yeah. naturally, I would think Mads has got these things covered. What yep. is it that is falling by the wayside? Because I want to talk about the fact that when something is is falling and you feel like you're not putting enough energy into it, and it's you know it's not you're not accomplishing in that area we start to pick out people in our lives that yes, that have that totally. thing rather than going, well, I've got this and they don't have that and that's because I'm putting more energy into this and they're not putting energy into it. It's like we always look for people in our lives that have the things that we don't. Absolutely. We so do and it goes back to that comparison and always, I think yep. as humans we always compare ourselves but, you know, on the areas where I feel like I'm flourishing at the moment – there has been a mindset shift for me and I've had to become comfortable Mm. with just focusing on them and not letting the rest be disappointed in myself that the rest is falling to the wayside a bit. So a big thing for me at the moment that's definitely not flourishing is probably my home and more so from my own perspective of, you know, a few of my friends are pregnant now. And one of the first things that people say to you, oh, is the nursery already for the baby? And, you know, yeah, we're organized enough. If the baby came tomorrow, we'd be fine and would survive. I've got like one of those baby pushes. Is that that what I need? But it's definitely not completely ready, you know, as what a lot of people would be at 35 weeks. But I have to be comfortable with that and okay with that because our life is so busy right now. And Ryan and I are both working so hard to get Mm. to this point of, you know, feeling really accomplished and ready for the baby that the nursery hasn't been, you know, the biggest priority to have every single bit that the baby might need. Yeah. And the other one for me is definitely cooking. So mm. cooking has been a huge thing, especially when I was in my working career and I would come home, it was like my outlet to mm. like make a really amazing dinner for Ryan from a recipe that I had developed and yeah. like came up with and I was really creative with my cooking. Whether now it's like, okay, we need to eat healthy, but it's like meat and three veg or it's very much like we're eating the same thing every week. You've just given the perfect example because you said that you've got other friends that are having children and it seems that they've got their home life all sorted out, whereas you're focusing on the business and not many of your friends probably have just completed a nationwide tour with their business, um, getting up speaking, putting together an entire event, inspiring hundreds of women. So that's the perfect example because, you know, home stuff's falling by the wayside because you are putting energy into your business in your last trimester of a pregnancy, which Mm. is not the normal way to do things. But instead of looking at what you don't have, it's important to stop and go, 
right, I have just done something that not many heavily pregnant women can do. I'm freaking proud of that and I don't care if Ryan's getting meat and three veg for the next six months (laughs) because (laughs) I am accomplishing in one of my priority areas. Totally. And I think, you know, that all definitely goes back to that mind shift and not giving into society and what a normal pregnancy would be or or last trimester would be because everyone's journey is so different Mm. like you know I know I was telling you about my nutritionist this morning like she's just had her baby and she is just inspiring me so much like she worked she had her last client she told me the day she gave birth which I'm just like go girl like that is so amazing Mm. but it doesn't mean that you know, that aligns with me and I love that. And I would be so proud of myself and my body if I could do that the whole way up. But then I don't think that everyone is like that. People like that nesting period. Mm. People want to enjoy that time for themselves. Some people are well during their pregnancy and simply can't accomplish what others can. Totally. So I think it just, it comes back to that comparison and not comparing yourself, Mm. you know, staying in your lane and focusing on where you want to flourish right now and what aspects you're happy to fall to the wayside a little bit, you know, because we can't achieve it all. Do you have any tools and techniques that you use when you catch yourself out comparing or matching your timeline up to someone else's in an area that they may be doing better in than you? I think for me it's about – because I definitely do get really overwhelmed by that really quickly Mm. and I look at other people and I start thinking, oh, my God, like I haven't got half of that stuff organised for the baby or Mm. I haven't even thought of that. But that's when I know that I'm not allowing enough space to Mm. be really comfortable with what I'm doing. Mm. So – I know that that's the time where I I need to get myself back into nature or go for a long beach walk and just really reground myself yeah, and remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's okay to be doing this right now because that's what's lighting me up. That's what's making me feel full. Yeah, love that. For me, working in the media, I seem to be comparing myself to some of the most accomplished people in Australia so I can be really tough on myself and it seems that, you know, they have houses whilst they've got husbands, whilst they've got a a flourishing career and, and, you know, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes so they probably are are looking at areas that they're not accomplishing in or looking at my life going, well, she's got these things Mm -hmm. that I don't but something that I've noticed has really helped me is catching myself out immediately when I realise that I'm not in my own lane Mm -hmm. and writing down what I've achieved and what I've accomplished yes. in my life in my journal and I being looking back at that and going oh my gosh I've done so much and I have had so many mini goals and so many periods of striving and hustling and feeling like things haven't really been flourishing into anything that have eventually flourished into something so yeah it's just like focusing on the, the positive rather 100%. than the negative. And I think what you said on catching that like catching that negative thought is so so important and flipping it straight on Catch its head. It out. Because we can get so caught up in what everyone else is doing and mm. what success should look like or mm. could look like but the thing about it is We don't know how that person's feeling in that moment. They might be, you know, these girls that you're comparing yourself to or your career. Could be some of the most anxious people you've ever met. Totally. Or working with brands that totally don't align with their values or where they want to be, but Mm. they need to do it for the money or they want to do it for the money. Mm. And it's like you don't know that that's actually fulfilling them every single day. Yep. So I think, you know, we need to redefine a lot of this success and age so much because we're very caught up in Mm. cultural things and society and what yeah people expect of us instead of what actually just makes us happy 
We'll be right back with the rest of this episode after this healthy break. Neon is the go-to marketplace for models, social media influencers, and celebrities to connect with brands. If you're wanting to take your social media to the next level, then Neon has the answers for you. Now offering bespoke social management packages for all social media platforms, they will run your social media platforms for you, creating digital and communication strategy, as well as scheduling and posting on platforms. They'll create brand-specific content each week and engage in influencer marketing campaigns and brands that align with your target market. With their fingers on the social media pulse and a team of elite models and influencers, Neon is able to create professional and unique content to be used across platforms to promote your brand in a meaningful and authentic way. As a proud sponsor of today's episode, Neon are kindly offering our fellow hustlers 20% off their social management services. All you need to do is use the code NEON20 and email an inquiry to info at neonmodelmanagement.com. But Teagues, I know that there's a one big part for you that really gets you and we're talking about it this morning and Mm. it was quite an interesting point because it's probably something that's never really got me. Mm. So I'd love to kind of figure out what your trigger point of success is. I think that you having been a friend of mine for a long time and many of my friends know this and it's often easy to pick out in your friends what's really important to them in terms of their goals because you'll find that they're often talking about it and they're always kind of being inquisitive in that area or asking you questions about what you think about that area of real life and for me I've always marked having a house owning a house on my own as an independent woman as a marker for success Mm. which is really funny and I've, I've I've had it I have been like this since I was in my early 20s and I think it started, I created this habit and this vision of success when I went through my first breakup with a guy that I kind of thought might have been my one. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, he definitely wasn't. But at the (laughs) time, you know, I kind of thought like I could marry this guy. And then when we broke up and everything was torn apart, it almost gave me a little bit of a a feeling of like, imagine if I was 40 years old and this had happened to me now Mm. and I had nothing behind me and I had nowhere to go and I'm, you know, may or may not be given a part of their savings to, to, to survive. Like it's always, it's kind of been like a bit of a, it stems from a bit of a survival thing for me. Um, so, and my parents have always said to me, Teagues, you are a 26 year old girl. You don't need to own a house. And I've been this year going and seeing banks doing, going through the whole process of getting my loan approved and all of that. And it's something I want to do and I'm okay with that. And yes, I may be putting a little bit of pressure on myself for for a 26 year old. And yes, it's probably not a true valid marker for success, but it's still something that I want to do. Totally. And it will make me feel better about having that. It's almost that physical goal for you, isn't it? It's, it's just knowing that I'm always going to be okay Secure. because I've got, my, I've got my own back and Absolutely. I don't need to rely on anyone else yeah. for my sheer survival. Like, <laughs> and it's so funny because when you, you know, it is something that we've spoken about a lot and I obviously know you're in the process of, you know, really wanting to own a property. Mm, mm. And it's funny because it's never been a huge goal for me. When I speak about this right now, I want 
any girls, any women listening to know, like it's probably not the most normal marker for success and that it certainly shouldn't – me mm. talking about it right now, me talking about going in and getting home loans approved, like please do not think, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. I need to put that on my list because it's just something that, that I've internally like wanted. Totally. I've but yearned it's... for it since I was probably 20 years old. That's what I really admire though is that it has been something for you that is so important and mm. you've worked so hard to get there and you're so close to it now. Mm. But what I find interesting um, and I'd like to dive into a little bit is your reaction to other people getting that goal before yeah. you okay. um, because I think that that's something too that can be a huge trigger when we do have a goal or mm. a, you know an ambition or something that we want so bad someone and then reaches see it before someone us. else achieving it. Yeah. It can be a really hard thing to process and to be happy about for Absolutely. That okay, so for me it's owning a home. It's been that way since I was 20. Obviously, for friends of mine who have been in relationships for a lot longer and haven't had to go through relationship breakdowns, it's been a lot easy for them to reach that goal with a partner. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to reach a goal with two people than it is one. So I haven't broken that down. Every time that's happened, I've looked over in their lane and gone, oh, she's got a house now too. And she's got a house now too. And why is everyone doing this before me? And I'm not looking into any of the details as to what's gone as to how they've made that happen. All I'm doing is going, well, she's got one and I don't. And it's like we simplify it and we make it really like it's not black and white. Not at all. It, there's yeah. so many factors involved as to how that person may have got there. Someone may have been given 20, 30 grand from their parents to give themselves a head start. Since the day I was 13 years old, my parents have taught me that I need to provide for myself. Mm-hmm. And that has given me, set me up for so much success. And I'm so grateful to them for that. But many of my friends and, you know, acquaintances and people in my life have had more help than I have had. Yeah. And, I don't factor that in. I just think, oh, that person's reached the goal before me. And I've really, really tried to be more conscious of picking myself up on Mm -hmm. this more as of late and going, you know what? I'm close to this goal and I'm so freaking proud of that because I've done it on my own with not not a speck of help from anyone else. And I'm going to do this. Yeah. And that is the thing with it, isn't it? You never, ever know someone's situation. You never know what they've been given or how hard they actually worked for that. Mm -hmm. And so comparing ourselves is so evil. Dangerous. Yeah. It's it's dangerous to ourselves because you're actually almost setting yourself up a little bit for failure Mm. there because Mm. it's like – you don't understand that person's situation. You don't know if they've worked just as hard for you or if they've worked longer for that goal. Yep. They might have been working for that since they were eight, you know. Honestly, <laughs> like, some people, some kids are just like, I'm an entrepreneur and they start being an entrepreneur at 16 years old mm-hmm. with a lemonade stand. And and then someone else hits 30 and they're like, why am I not an entrepreneur? And it's like, well, that person, Gary Vee talks about it a lot. That person's been working at being an entrepreneur since he was 16 years old. Totally. And you haven't seen any of the blood, sweat and tears that have been going on since then. Yeah. So don't compare. And that's another point I would like to touch on is age. Mm. Because this has been a big thing for me lately. I think in my life, you know, in my normal life, everyday life, I've usually been surrounded by older people. Mm-hmm. From, and that's been yeah. from a very early, you know, my first boyfriend was five and a half years older than me. Like I've always been surrounded by older people mm. and they've always quite successful. Yeah. So I've always felt quite accomplished for my age. Mm. 
But since doing the Healthy Hustlers, it's really funny. There's been this real shift and a lot of the people that I'm working with and aligning with, just like yourself, are quite a lot younger than me. Mm. Um, and it's funny now, like I always joke that you're such a baby, you're, you know, three, four, three years younger than me. But now I'm realising that you're actually one of the oldest people <laughs> I work with. And it's been a really interesting period, I guess, of really thinking – you know, these girls, are like some are 22, 23, mm. and they are so, I guess, focused and driven and know exactly what their purpose mm. is and what they want to achieve in life and what they're here to achieve. Mm. And it's This is really, the minority, by the way, yeah, so don't think totally. that because, yeah. But it has kind of blown my mind because I've had this bit of a shift of going from always feeling quite young and well accomplished to being like, holy crap, I'm an old lady mm. <laughs> and like here I am at 30 pregnant and I'm just starting this journey. Yep. But it has had to be, you know, I've really had to work on myself with being comfortable with that yes. and really knowing that everyone's journey is so different and there is absolutely no right or wrong. Mm. You know, every experience is a building block to where we're meant to be. I love that. And it's funny because I've been doing the live podcast tour with Georgie and um, we're in Sydney on the weekend and these two girls, they were so gorgeous actually, they came up at the end of the event and they were 21 and they were so just inspired and bubbly and they said to me, oh, my goodness, I can't believe the speakers like – because two of the speakers were like I think 22 and 23. Mm. You know, we've got to get our shit together because they're only a year or two older than us. And it really triggered me and I just said, girls, no, like, you know, just enjoy the process mm. because the journey is just as exciting as when you actually get there. Yes. And when I said it out loud, I was like, oh, I need to remind myself of that. Absolutely. Because if you're anxiously trying to keep up with someone because of their age, working from a place of needing to be somewhere now and being anxious to get there really quickly and overcompensating rather than just being like, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. I am working hard at this daily. That is what you're going to get there faster in that calm, grounded state where you're meditating daily on your Mm. goals. You know exactly what you want. It may be a slow chipping away process, but you will get there faster than if you're working at it from a place of desperate to get there now. Good example of feeling like you need to be where someone is. I was sitting in the dentist chair the other day and I got there and I have like a wire on my bottom teeth for my because I have braces and that, that holds my teeth in place. And I got there and I had the clean done by this girl who looked really quite young. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to fix your, your bottom wire as well. It needs to be redone. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I, in that moment, I wanted to be like, how old are you? Are you qualified to be fixing my wire? And I didn't. And I let her do it. And then afterwards, I kind of just guided into the conversation. And I was like, so how old are you? And she was like, I'm 24 or 25 maybe. And I was like, wow. And in my head, I was like, I remember being all through my teens and early 20s, so much younger than the experts and the professionals mm. that were either guiding me, looking after me, servicing me, selling me things. And all of a sudden I've reached this age where it seems to be weekly. I'm going, how did that 22, 21, 19 year old, like give me that advice. And you know, my brother's just finished a business degree and he's just so incredibly savvy. And he's always giving me advice on what to do next with my brand, my company. 
And it's just really crazy when you realize that there is this young generation of incredibly talented humans coming mm-hmm. through. And yeah, it's okay for them to fix your cars, fix your teeth, you know, do your x-rays. It's totally cool because totally. they are they are accomplished and they are qualified. Mm. It just feels a little bit weird because I think it really hits you in your late 20s when that starts to happen. 100%. Like I seriously could not agree with that more. And I, I think, you know, for me personally, I felt like I didn't really fully reach the point of I know exactly why I'm here and what mm. I'm here to do until about probably 28 or even maybe 29 like till I really felt like I was authentically living my truth and mm. I had a very clear vision of what I wanted and so for me seeing these younger girls and guys who were just so on point with mm. their purpose mm. really blows my mind mm. and I don't think it's necessarily from a jealousy point or anything it's more from a like blown away blown away yeah. like holy crap what have you experienced in your life yeah. mm. that I didn't experience yeah. to get you to that point so quick yeah because you know there's been some really key elements or you know I guess experiences in my life that I'm like yes that experience absolutely allowed me to have this thought or to have that focus or to Mm. know that I needed Mm. that in my life and not that but I'm like what are these people experiencing Mm. to know what they want so bad and there is this movement at the moment with all these coaches and these inspirational speakers talking about finding your life mission and living in alignment to that with every thought and decision and action that you take which is amazing and I think it's so important that we're constantly trying to seek out what it is that we're here to do on this Mm -hmm. earth but I also feel like you should be very, very kind to yourself if you don't know what that is yet and you should constantly be doing things and putting yourself out there and trying new things to find what it is but don't be in some crazy rush and be feeling like you have to know what it is right away because you know yes there are some people that were born into this world that just are so clear on their mission Mm -hmm. but there also are probably the majority of us that don't know and you know I know my mum said to me in her early 50s Teague's like, I've only just found a job that I've loved when I was 51 years old. It's taken me my entire life to get here. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to have it all figured out now. Totally. And I think that's the thing. We will keep also redefining why we're here. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, different life paths or changes will affect that as well. And I know I was mentioning about my mum this morning and, you know, that transition now of she's about to become a grandma, but she's also, you know, what's she going to do with work? And it's almost Mm -hmm. at 60 redefining like what is my life going to look like what am Mm. I here for the you know I've still got so much long longer on this earth but what is what What is it doing yeah exactly so I think it's something that we need to become comfortable with and knowing that we are able to break our life down into mini projects yes if that's how it works better for us yes Yes. if you can find your life mission props to you that's amazing Mm -hmm. live in alignment with it and work at it every damn day with every ounce of energy that you've got but if you're more someone that needs change and Mm -hmm. needs three career changes in their life because they get bored easily and they may not have found something that truly can light them up for 91 years of their (laughs) existence, then that's okay too. Totally. And I think, you know, a lot of this can go back to, which I know we've spoken about in a previous episode, but is really understanding your why and Mm. why you are on this earth, why you want to be on this earth. Mm. Because as soon as we start creating space for that, 
and really understanding like this is why I want to be here, this is what Mm. lights me up, then I feel like you're more comfortable with the areas in your life that aren't flourishing Mm. and you can really hone in on the ones that are. But this is what I was just talking about, finding your why, fantastic, finding your mission in life, not always easy to do, right? So let's break that down again and say, okay, it's important for me to find my why and figure out what lights me up. But I may not know what my why Mm. is and my entire life mission is today. And this is something I kind of mentioned to you about doing and something that really helped me and it definitely might not help everyone, but something I found really useful when I was trying to uncover that was making a list of all the things in my job. So at that point I was in a marketing role and I really enjoyed it, but there was elements that I didn't either. So I knew that I wasn't completely in it for the long haul, Mm. but it was a great job Mm. for, you know, my age and what I was doing. And I was very grateful for where I was at, but I started to make a list of all the things in my daily work life Mm -hmm. that would really light me up. Like the tasks that I was like, yes, I love doing this. I'm so excited Mm. that that's coming up next week or I get to do that. And then all of the things that I hated or that would just sit on my to-do list for like week after week. And I just push back, push back, push back. That's how I kind of really started to figure out, okay, these are the things I love. Mm. So how can I incorporate that into my life or my work as much as Mm. possible? Mm. Is it getting a job with another company Company. in a different area or is it going and starting my own thing Mm. where I can bring all of those things to life? Mm. And that is 100% like a huge thing for me that allowed me to be you know, discover the idea of the podcast mm. and have all of that fall into place because I really recognize the things that were lighting me up, that were challenging me, that were getting out of my comfort zone and were making me feel so fulfilled and yes. on purpose. I love that. And it is a lot easier to do when you run your own business and you can choose totally. what you want to do and you can outsource the rest. Yep. But don't think that you can't change jobs three times to find a, a role where you 100%. are doing the things yeah. that you like to do. Because I know when you work for someone else, there is always going to be a percentage of things that don't yes. light you up. That's, you know, mm-hmm. standard. That's a reality. However, there are t- far too many people settled in a job where they could probably switch to one of the competitors of that industry and be fulfilling different tasks Mm -hmm. within that company that light them up 50,000 times more. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the reality as well of a small business is it's always going to be tasks that you hate. Like Mm. my tax that I've just put off for so long. I'm doing one at the moment. Like I am so angry that they don't teach us how to do tax spreadsheets at school. Seriously. Like I'm just – The basic. I'm like – I could end up in serious trouble here because <laughs> I just keep pushing it back going, I'll deal with it later. It actually completely bamboozles totally. me. Totally. But the thing is like there's always going to be things that you don't love. Like no, that's just exactly. the reality of life, let's be honest. But I think if majority of what you are doing can make you happy, mm. that in turn makes you feel successful. I love that, Mads. I think we should finish this episode with a little – line that I read in an article this morning around timelines and not comparing where we're at to where our friends and family and acquaintances are at. And that is 30 is just an age, not a marker for success. Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me again today, Teagues. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and we will be back next week with another Hustlers Healthy Hacks. Happy healthy hustling. 
Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, please follow at tegan.martin and at the healthy hustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.